0: Welcome everybody to Podcast A, what, three or four weeks every three to four months, whatever the accurate description of what this podcast is. But, Podcast of the Week, uh, joining you today on November, November 9th, we're in November, it's nearly the end of the year, it's cold, it's wintry, it's approaching Christmas, I can't get cranky at hearing Christmas songs even though I have my December only Christmas song policy. There's a whole lot of things going on at the moment, I hope you're doing well, I hope you're fine, I hope you're having a dandy day, but we've a new episode of Podcast of the Week. Talk with Barry, about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Fair warning, I screwed up the recording just a tad. I recorded Barry at uh, 100% of his actual volume, so he's twice as loud as he should be. So it required finagling and editing and fiddling, and it doesn't sound the best in the world. It's it's serviceable, but certainly not, you know, ideal. Uh, I did my best to clean it up, but... Yeah, it's still a good chat. We talk about 10 minutes of Ant-Man and then talk about the Avengers and Spider-Man the game for a while. This was recorded back in September when Spider-Man came out because I suck. But yeah, enjoy our our talk about Ant-Man and assorted other Marvel things. Welcome back to Podcast of the Week, we are continuing, you know, the, the, actually the, the world has ended in all of the Avengers worlds, but apparently it hasn't, because Ant-Man still exists, and Barry is here to talk about it.
1: It's set in the far away, distant, separate universe that is uh, 2017, I guess this movie is set in.
0: Is, 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 does it actually like officially nail it down? Because I suppose it's a sequel, and they talk about two years later, don't they?
1: Yes, they mention something like that. So I guess I guess it is 20, I guess it is twenty eighteen. So it must it must literally be like within a matter of weeks before Infinity War. But they do not clarify specifically. Uh, so that's uh, yeah. It's a lot.
0: So if you went to um Infinity War and saw everybody die, and you're wondering why why is this film and everyone's still
1: there? That's why. It's very much like the Saw movies, where, like...
0: (laughs) of course,
1: yes. I've I've often said this about the MCU, where it's like, uh, is it 3 and 4? The revelation at the end of 4 is that it's happening at the same time as 3 or some shit like that? I don't know. Those movies are bad. Let's talk about good movies.
0: I do have a very hot take about this film, Barry. They went out to make a perfectly good, solid, enjoyable mid-level Marvel film. And they entirely, entirely succeeded at making a perfectly good mid-level Marvel film.
1: Yes, absolutely. They made, they made another Ant Man. They did. I, I, I tell you what, though, I don't know if this is a, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take or this is a, you know, a, a shared opinion, but I thought I enjoyed this one more than the first Ant Man.
0: I think like when they get out of the, the to having to establish the characters in the universe and oh, fair enough there's a lot of expo- exposition in this film to the degree that that Paul Rudd says a line it's like do you just put quantum in front of everything which I'm not sure is that like a good line or just a script cop-out where they realize geez we're making up a bunch of jargon here Ah, it's fine <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like we might see more and more of that the more the more of these movies we see because they're they're gonna have to start getting weirder with their uh, with their stories and especially if if we get to dimension hopping and whatnot, uh, you know, good old good old comic book quantum science. But yeah, I you know I was actually very pleasantly surprised because I I, I enjoyed the trailers, but I just had this kind of air of cynicism about me that it was like Ant Man was very promising. When you had Edgar Wright at the helm, and then he left, and then they finished it, and it turned out good, but the best parts of that movie to me were the bits that felt very right you know, in his his style, and then they're like, we're going to soldier on and make the sequel without him, I had my hesitations, but I honestly just think it felt like a, a uh, it felt like your classic good MCU sequel. You know where they uh, uh, they upped the ante in some regards and they built up their their established characters and they uh, uh, I thought they they delivered pretty much across the board uh, and it was a much more consistent feeling uh, film I thought.
0: What I really liked going like in most Marvel sequels they have to come up with a reason for a sequel or is this one like the last film ended with being like he came back from the quantum realm so so Hank Pym's wife might still be alive. So the next film is about going to try and find her. It's like, that. Just that, you know, there's just that continuity there that makes perfect sense as opposed to Whiplash or whatever Iron Man 2 was about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, you know, it was, it, was, it was pretty direct, pretty direct. Um, and, and, and also following on nicely, obviously we, we mentioned the kind of Infinity War kind of time conundrum there that they did not, they did not directly address, but they also followed on the story threads from uh, Civil War. Um, which I did appreciate I mean that was kind of the through line with the parole and the 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 you know the the government keeping their eye on him that was also you know again a direct follow up from the last time we saw this character
0: and there was a throwaway line in infinity war the scott lang even and uh Hawkeye took deals so it's it's like
1: there's little threads yeah um yeah so and uh, and you know it, it, it's uh it's the del- the delicate balancing act that is the MCU. I mean, we I think we talked about it more in the Infinity War review, but we this is this is where it all starts to come together, and obviously, not everyone quite fit in, but we still got Ant right here on the periphery, so
0: it becomes a more delicate balancing act when you kill off half the characters in the universe.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Avengers Four is going to be easier to make. That's actually that's actually a lie. It probably won't be. It's probably going to be very difficult.
0: So yeah, this film has it has Paul Rudd Paul Rudd and about which. Realistically, if it, if the film is terrible, but you still have Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd and about, I think I think he's just it's going to be enjoyable no matter what. He's a likable man.
1: He is, yeah, absolutely, and he and he's likable in this. Uh, I like I, I, I like I especially liked as far as his likability goes. I really enjoyed his dynamic with his daughter in this film. I think she was a little bit more prominent in this, uh, given a bit more kind of screen time, uh, and you could kind of really get a feel for them as characters rather than her just being you know she's his daughter so they're feel feel good for you know feel bad for him but he can't be with her you know they actually there's a bit of uh, a there's a bit more substance to it this one
0: as i said the plot is just building off the first one not sure about the villains and all that like eh, it's it's there i don't i don't i don't not like it i do think this entire film would have been solved in like the first act had Lawrence fishburne just asked for help and I don't think there's a great reason why he didn't. I know there are right. Yeah, it's just like, can you help? And then they're like, yeah, sure.
1: I like I like the ghost character in theory, but yeah, the Lawrence Fishburne character, yeah, I just I just didn't buy his motivation for being this, uh, you know, for being this big bad, for lack of a better term. It, it was just luckily the, the film kind of has a lot of different stuff going on. You also have Goggins, he's Goggins you know, the, if, if he's, he's, he's Goggins in, yeah, in about big time. Yeah, he's if Rod is Rod, he's Goggins in like crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think he, I think he's a bit more intriguing. But he, but he is definitely the secondary of, of the villains. I feel mm. uh, uh, the, the more kind of disposable character. The more, but uh, yeah, so so he he's a little bit of a backup there for for fishboard fishboards wishy washy kind of motivations. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, uh, you know uh, the action. I thought it was funny and, and and like you said, it was it was it was good solid kind of mid tier. Uh, MCU film,
0: and I thought I was over car chases, but there are car chases in this film that are just phenomenal because they integrate. the like, yeah. The, the Ant Man shrinking and growing, and it's just great fun.
1: I think kind of that it, it's a very, very kind of log sequence. Yeah, that that big car chase and the the big set piece that basically concludes this film is like one of the better ones, maybe of the whole MCU. Certainly since like Winter Soldier, uh, I really, really loved it. I think I liked it better than any. Action scene in Infinity War, but I, I did feel that Infinity War was was a little disappointing in that regard. I feel like because of how CGI heavy it was, it didn't play to the Russos' strength, uh, and we didn't get that that really intense kind of action that that, um, uh, that you like. But uh, this, I feel, really brought the goods uh, for 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 the action stakes.
0: I was a little disappointed. There was only one real like. Uh, small Ant-Man scene. There was in the, uh, when he was, had that fight scene at the start of the film in the kitchen. We didn't get a ton of more of that. There was obviously the car chases, but I, I really like that from the first film. And I guess it's kind of good that they didn't double dip, so it didn't feel samey But I still wanted more of it. Of course, this did tie into Infinity War. The post-credit scene was uh, basically all of the Ant-Man universe suddenly disappearing. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, yeah, basically, and uh, it it was a nice t- uh, sting in the tail, though. That you know, rather than him just disappearing, he was he was stuck in the you know he was stuck in in, in the quantum verse. That was a, that was a nice touch. I actually, because I think we probably even discussed it on the last podcast. You know, you know, presumably the post credit scene is Ant Man or or his friends fading away, but uh, doing it the way they did was a very nice touch.
0: There was a gasp in the cinema when when, when they all disappeared, when they because oh really. He goes into the quantum realm, and you, you know it's, he's talking to to everybody, and then they cut away, and they're just fading into smoke. And there was a gasp, and they were like,
1: <gasps> "Yeah, it's a it's a good hook for the for the next one." I wonder. I mean, God, I mean, well, how would you get him out of it? I mean, presumably, barely anyone knows. I mean, I would feel pretty bad for for Ant Man and specifically Paul Rudd if he's if this is like keeping him out of. Uh... Of Avengers 4, but I mean, plus, also, I I don't know that there's first of all, how did those characters get him out? Second of all, why of all people would they go and seek out Ant Man at, at this time? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, considering that the big hook is that they called uh, 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 Captain Marvel for help. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, a bit of a I hope I hope he's not sidelined.
0: I guess in this film, his mom gets uh, mystical powers. Maybe they're like, we need mystical quantum powers. Let's go get Ant-Man. Oh no, where is Ant-Man?
1: Yeah, but but how would they determine? Well, I guess they'd see the TV equipment. I guess they, they what's it? Yeah, it would be a bit of a stretch. I think it would be a bit of a stretch. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna bother.
0: Who's left? They're, they're like Bruce Banner and Tony Stark can work out how the quantum realm works. They're smart guys.
1: I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. They got. They have scientist characters uh So, stranger things have happened. Yeah, we'll see. There'll be there'll be enough characters there if they don't want to do that. But
0: and we're going further back into the past now for Captain Marvel, aren't we? That's it in the nineties, I think.
1: Nineties, yes, yeah, the mid-nineties, I think they said. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I think just last week, two weeks ago, we had the first set photos of that, like official set photos, not leaked set photos. <laughs> Uh, looking good, you know. Uh, outfits look good. You got young Sam Jackson, well, you know, young Nick Fury there. Oh, uh, oh no, they're going to
0: break out the aging technology again, Barry,
1: aren't they? Oh, uh, no. Well, like, Sam Jackson has held up decently well. I would say, you know, sorry, I know Disney loves to throw money around, but dare I say, a humble little bit of makeup would probably be just enough to de-age him. And also, he has hair in the in the... Yeah, in the pictures so i don't know does sam jackson shave his head do you think sam jackson could grow his hair out like that i don't know I, I or don't... is that like a you know fake
0: i saw jurassic park the other day so i have young I, I have a good firm picture of young sam jackson in my head and you add a wig to him and get the job done
1: yeah I, I i think i think he'd be fine I, I hope to god they don't bust out the old the old tech i i don't think it would be necessary but uh, I, I mean, as I think we've discussed in the past, I, t- I don't think they use it because they think it's necessary. It very much feels like they're using it to either show off or to test the waters, you know? Because the th- think of the sheer power of the Disney churn machine, if they can, if they can really start milking these these characters and these actors' likenesses even further. But uh, but yeah, that, that movie looks looks, looks uh, pretty promising. And I I I, uh, I was about to say Alison Bree. That's not correct, Bree Larson. Uh, they posted a photo together recently. That completely threw me off. Uh, I like Brie Larson quite a bit. Room and various other things. Tremendous movies. Very talented. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That is, my... it's pretty close to. It's pretty close to uh, Avengers. It's it's about a two or three months before. So uh, so yeah, that's on the that's on the horizon. And I guess they're still in the process of. I think I think they're doing additional shoots for Avengers Four now. So it's uh, yeah, well, we're, we're we're headed in that direction. We a so, yeah. title for that film, do we? It's been a few rumored ones, but I don't think all they all they did was confirm that it's not uh, Infinity War Part Two, hmm. which I believe, as we discussed on the last podcast, was because they would completely telegraph the ending of of the first one. I think but, uh, we
0: we both assumed by the t- basically by the time Infinity War came out of theaters, which is now, we should we should have a title by now. And Ant Man done and dusted. Ant Man's already out of theater, theaters at this stage, more or less.
1: I wonder, like, are they? No, I was about to say, are they waiting until after Captain Marvel? No, that would be madness because that 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 would be two months before the film. That wouldn't make sense. It is, yeah, for a film that's less than a year away, it's bizarre. It doesn't have a title, but I guess I mean it's Avengers, so it, like, doesn't matter. It's Avengers Four, so everyone's going to go see it anyway. You know, based on Infinity War, the question is literally, <laughs> can it become the biggest box office gross ever? That's that's where Disney and specifically the Avengers are at now. Uh, so I don't I, I think semantics about the name doesn't really matter. I'm trying to think. Actually, I I kind of wish they stuck to the the the, the previous naming convention because I can't I can't think of anything that's not cliche that they would use like Avengers. I don't want like Avengers Redemption. You know what I mean? I, 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 or Legacy or any of those other shit. Every shows. shot at impact
0: pay per view names this year.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I was actually when I was actually thinking, I was thinking more kind of you know crappy video game spinoffs and sequels. Yeah. Uh, that 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 was mainly what I was going for. You know, Avengers Origins. Um, or anything like NXT
0: that. NXT takeover names and just call it Avengers: The End.
1: Avengers, Avengers Arrival. Oh. That actually be yeah, right? That's not bad actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. I actually hadn't even thought because I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, since it's already filmed and presumably being edited, I know they're doing reshoots, but I was like, I wonder how long before the first trailer. But then I remembered God, we don't even have a name yet, so you know, it might even it probably might be closer to Christmas before we get a trailer. Those two
0: things uh. would probably come together at this stage. I'd say.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, you know what? They should probably they're probably it's gonna. I'm about to expose my ignorance about American sports and say Super Bowl, but again, that would be February. That's too late. Um, yeah, I'd say some con or something like that. They will do a trailer, and you know, you It'll cut to black and then fade up from black with your logo with the name. It uh, me of the,
0: the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild reveal trailer, where it's like the trailer and then Breath
1: of the, the Wild. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. I'm trying to think what's what's left on the the pop culture calendar I mean look its I, they could do it literally they could just throw it on YouTube if they wanted but like Super Bowl would be too late there's Sorry. no there's no Star Wars film to debut it with Comic Con uh, right. Comic Con is gone I keep forgetting actually that Star Wars is done this year I'm like well yeah Christmas you know Star Wars like, nope we already had a Star Wars film this year and uh, you know nobody went to see it so well in the, in the grand scheme of Disney properties nobody went to see it but,
0: when's, um, when's D23 has that already happened yet? no that's in February I
1: have no idea so, I have no idea
0: it's not going to be the big Disney expo either
1: ah. I was trying to think is there, is there any other because obviously so no more no, so this is the last Marvel film of the year we got no Star Wars I was trying to think, is there any other big Disney properties is there a Pixar thing they could stick it before yeah. uh, I mean like I said I mean like I said they could I mean they could just throw it on YouTube Thank and God. just tweet it <laughs> there you go who cares like rockstar like just here Here we're coming out today and doing this and, if, and you're all gonna watch it so who cares you know so uh yeah so that's that's yeah that's the that's the big ongoing mystery now that we've seen now that we figured out the ant-man time conundrum <laughs> yeah not, not much to say about ant-man itself but uh, looking forward to these next two chapters of the mcu certainly uh,
0: clark Gregg is in captain marvel as well i like clark Gregg.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to think, is that the guy who plays Ronin? That's not great, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, You got you got Ronin, you got the, the whatever race are called again from Guardians 1. Is this I'm not counting stuff like Ant-Man and Wasp, which is a, like a technical prequel? I'm trying to think, is this the first time they've gone backwards in the MCU? I think there's a
0: about Doctor Strange, isn't there? About when that actually happens?
1: Right, but, yeah, but uh, in the same way Ant-Man is kind of, you know... You know, on, on a technicality, that's in there somewhere, but th- there's not an outright sequel. And again, like Captain America is, or sorry, prequel is the term I was looking for there. Captain America is set further back in the past, but it doesn't it doesn't interact with any of the other films anyway. So what's you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, barring those technicalities, I would say it's probably the first proper prequel. You know, but uh, yeah, so I guess I, I I think that's it for oh no, wait no, we got I'd not say I think that's it for superhero films, but we got. uh Venom to oh boy they, 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 I think they're spending a lot of money on that because I've pretty much every film I've seen this year since the Venom trailer came out has had the Venom trailer before it man it looks worse every time I watch it I was kind of into it at first but oof
0: yeah I can like the first trailer and then the more recent one that came out is like oh no
1: oh no it's like yeah I like spider I love Spider-Man even and I, I, Venom was like my favorite film growing up and I like Tom Hardy I like I think he's very talented jeez (laughs) it's just man it doesn't look very good at all and the CGI doesn't look good but uh, that's we'll cross I don't know if we'll cross that bridge but but we as film goers will cross that bridge when we get to it Uh, yeah
0: on the topic of Venom and Spider-Man big Marvel released this week not part of the MCU yet they'll probably co-opt it in somehow Marvel what's, what's the official title of this game it's Marvel, is it Marvel
1: <laughs> Spider Man. I think on like the PlayStation Store, it's officially listed as Marvel's Spider Man. I think you know, yeah. So yeah, huge release, really awesome. I adore it. I've played the hell out of it. More, I've played it more feverishly than I've played any game in quite a while. Uh, like you know, one of those every bit of free time you get, you're playing it, really enjoying that. What's kind of interesting to me is that it's done gangbusters business, as you had to imagine it would. It's been critically acclaimed. I've heard very few people who've who've picked it up, and obviously there have been the reviews were varying degrees of great. I've heard basically no one say they've actively disliked it. you have to imagine a sequel is on the way, you know, or possibly even a full series. My question is: so, does Sony really have the publishing rights to this character for a fixed term, or is this a one-off game, or like? You know what I mean because like, I, I feel like that was never actually publicly stated. It was just like you know Activision don't have these rights anymore. It went very quiet for a few years and then Sony came out with this announcement, you know, they don't own Insomniac so like hypothetically insomniac could make a sequel for both consoles. it's just it's just, it's just very weird to me because I feel like I feel like it's never been said, you know, oh Sony, we've signed a deal with Marvel to distribute Spider-Man games for five years or anything like that. It's just been, hey, we're making this thing. It is. You know what I mean?
0: Because, like, the, the Spider-Man rights... Uh, Sony owns the film rights of Spider-Man, but they don't own the game rights. They're in all the Lego games. They're in all the other... Uh, like, the Spider-Man has had a long, long, long history of games, probably more than any other video game character.
1: Yeah, I mean, he... I mean, there's, that, there's that, like, blocky Spider-Man web-swinging game from, like, the At- one of the early Ataris. Yeah, it would be close. It would be close. Probably It's probably him and, like, Batman, I'd say, are up there.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the, the conspiracy theory at the time was part of the pot sweetening between, say, Marvel and Disney and Sony was you get exclusive video game rights to the character if you give us the uh, film rights to the character. That's the that's the conspiracy yeah. theory out there.
1: Yeah, and I and I and I, and I heard that and I I believe it reasonably. I think I think it's a believable thing. But and as successful as this has been for everyone involved, I'm certain. Disney will look at this as a massive success and say, "Yes, thank you very much. Uh, we're taking this to all consoles next time because why wouldn't we? Um, because the number—I mean, it's—it's it's like it's doing absolute gangbusters, specifically in the UK. But you would have to imagine it—you know—it's a US success as well. I mean, its it's has kind of, it, in the last kind of two weeks. You really started to feel that hype, like people were were frothing at the mouth for this game. You know what I mean? Like it really felt like one of the the most anticipated of the year." I think Sony deserves a lot of credit for that. They didn't just agree to make it. It was a flagship E3, you know, thing. It was a, it was a big. It was one of their big games of the year on a year when they already had God of War. They didn't. They didn't necessarily need to to make a push a Man game. Yeah, and uh, they they have the the marketing deal with Red Dead as well. I mean, yeah. So um, so yeah. So Sony does. I mean, the PlayStation absolutely does deserve a lot of credit for the for the big success that this game is. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder how involved they were with the decision for it to be Insomniac, because obviously they don't own Insomniac, but Insomniac and Sony have worked so closely for 20 years. Those guys are great, by the way. It's great to see them, not only a, a great Spider-Man game, but seeing them really sink their teeth into a huge triple-A thing. Um, that's awesome.
0: Especially if they made Sunset Overdrive, which I haven't played, but by all accounts is fantastic, and then no, I don't think anybody actually played it.
1: Yeah, it was it was great bought accounts, and it was just in that initial year and a half when nobody had an Xbox, and I mean they're doing better now, but it's still very much playing catch up, and I feel like it's kind of it was kind of left in the dust, which is a shame. But but yeah, um, so you know, hey, if it, if it wasn't already, with all the movies, great time to be a Marvel fan. Um, if you are somehow on the fence and don't own a copy of this yet, uh, Spider-Man, big huge thumbs up from myself.
0: I think there's... like Is the only MCU reference in the film the, the Stark suit from Spider-Man Homecoming? I know there's Avengers references, but not quite specific to the, the film universe.
1: Well, if you pre-order it, you also get the Iron Spider, which I know, I, I believe that's a a concept that predates the movie, but it's it's pretty one-to-one with the movie. Yep. Um. Uh. So that's in there... It's cer- it's certainly not canonical to the MCU, but there's quite a few nods in there. I'm fairly sure. Um, also, I, I also I, I think the internet is still a buzz trying to decipher if if the pizza music from Spider-Man Two is actually in the game. Because <laughs> uh, uh, someone posted a video, and then there was people saying it was fake, and then other people came out and said, "No, I've also been able to hear it." I think I'm surprised that Samyak have not actually addressed that because they've actually been answering other questions about it fairly frequently on Twitter. But uh, but yeah, we'll have it. We'll you know. Yeah, i was about not say we'll have to start a separate podcast to talk about superhero games, but uh, I hope I hope not only do we get more Spider-Man games, I hope this really kicks into gear the idea that we can get some superhero games back on the the triple a space and not just relegate all these great characters to free to play games and mobas and mmos and stuff like that like you know let's let's bust out these characters and add telltale stop relegating people to telltale like there should be there should be a guardians game a proper game that you could play you know what i mean like this let this be the beginning of that because this is this is this is top notch
0: we do have an avengers game coming from a very good team
1: Yes, and I was extremely confused and disappointed. We didn't see it in e three. Very confused. I think we ta- did. We talk about that. I think we talked about that the time, didn't we? Because we were. That would have been. Did we not record? We, I think we might not have actually recorded uh, Infinity War until around D three time. May- I feel like we have talked about this. Uh, that game not not, not appearing. But uh, but yeah, hey yeah, like, we'll put a pin in the video game superhero idea for now, and uh, maybe maybe that'll be the next uh, the next series once the MCU retires.
0: We can start with Superman 64.
1: Oh no, I I don't wait. Have I, I don't think I've actually played that. I think its reputation preceded it before I uh I ever got around to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, if that Rocksteady game turns out to be Superman, I'd be very intrigued.
0: There is some very very occasional missions in Spider-Man where you're swinging through hoops. and I'm like, oh, flashbacks. I
1: bet it's
0: I bet it's a bit better. It is it is considerable. I've I played that game for 10 minutes and I'm like, oh god, oh no. alright Barry before we go where can people find you on the interwebs
1: you can find me over at the Barry Lad on Twitter. It's where I am, you know, remarking about things that are going on in my life, doing a very, very rare occasional bit of blogging and a very, very rare occasional bit of streaming, trying to get back into both on a more regular basis. But until then, you can just follow me on Twitter for, for various thoughts on various things, uh, including updates. I'm gonna, I will be doing more podcasts with Garrett and various other people. So, uh, yeah, follow me over there for more.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we will be talking about Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, with James Faye. How, I hear you saying, in unison, can you trust me that there will be a podcast next week? It's already scheduled, so guaranteed. Guaranteed, I say. Thank you so much to Barry for joining me. You can listen to new episodes of the podcast a week, hopefully, every single week at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK or by searching for the TWS network on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter, at or G-A-R-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.